0: hello guys and welcome back to a new podcast episode Uh, thank you for the support over the last few days i'm hitting so many listens per day Uh, this one will be a really interesting episode try and make it as professional as possible um and yeah let's get on with it all right so first topic we'll go over is cristiano ronaldo getting sued by manchester united because of his piers morgan interview for people that don't know that uh ronaldo recently went on an interview with piers morgan talking about Manchester United not treating him with, him with respect, that um, the manager, Eric Hag does not respect him, they do not care about the club, um, all stuff like that. He got a lot of backlash, even though his contract is about 500k a week and it does expire in July. Um, but if Fernand does get sued and does go to court, um, he can, his contract can be terminated and can be banned forever and he will never ever be able to play um, with Man United again even though his first spell at Man United successful six years that ended in 2009 with him winning winning uh, three Premier Leagues the FA Cup, two League Cups, his Champion League and the Ballon d'Or one Ballon d'Or for Man United that's still good though and his contribution made him a hero for United fans, United fans, and ranked him among the club's greatest players, if not the greatest player. But people such as Ten Hag do not like according to Ronaldo, they do not um, respect him really. And Ronaldo's last game as captain was against Aston Villa on sixth November, which United lost three one, which is only a couple of weeks ago. It was only 10, uh, twelve days ago, so less than two weeks. But since then, a lot of crazy drama has happened, the um, interview, and um, what's going on with Ronaldo and Man United, but personally, I think that, because they're suing them now, because um, Man United are going to sue them, um, it doesn't look like a good look for Ronaldo, and because he's on international duty now, maybe he won't be respected by Bruno Fernandes for fellow Manchester United players, also, I think, if anyone's seen that video with uh Bruno Fernandez giving him the, the shoulder shrug and the um when when he walks into the changing room. That's also quite interesting with maybe Bruno Fernandes having some role here with this, but for people that didn't know that that's quite interesting. And probably Ronaldo will never ever play for United again, even though he's quite old now, so it's probably never gonna happen. And he's back to a Carrington training base after his participation in the World uh with Portugal in the World Cup in Qatar. After this World Cup he, he it has nowhere to go, really. He can't really go back to Manchester's training ground or anywhere. So, he's going to have to wait till January... Um, January um, transfer window. But he could get his contract terminated, like I said earlier, in maybe the next few weeks. And he people did say that, and I think even Man United came out with a statement saying that Ronaldo did want to leave in the summer, but because of World Cup he has to arrive in Doha, which is the capital of uh, Qatar... At 11 p.m. local time, so he couldn't do any anything with Man United, and he had a training session straight away at Saturday afternoon. That's probably why. Um, but yeah, I mean, at at the end of the day, he, it's he's still Ronaldo. He's still Ronaldo, isn't he? Still one of the best players in the world. Um, and I don't think him leaving Man United. I think it's just going to make him better. Really, maybe go after the World Cup. People are even saying he might retire. I personally think he's going to go MLS um, with Messi um, if Messi does go MLS, but I'm not too sure where he will go. Maybe we'll go back to Real Madrid or Sporting, any of his old clubs. But uh, yeah, that concludes this up, this uh, segment. Next, we have very bad news for Leicester fans. We have um, Madison set to miss World Cup opener because of his knee injury. Um, he's been sitting out for a couple of weeks now and uh, had a nursing problem, but it's he's still confident he's going to be play, but. I don't think um, Southgate really agrees with that. And he, he did put him as a substitute, but he won't really use it. I mean, Even though, um, they, I think in this new World Cup, they have five substitutes in different windows. So he could use him as a super sub if they're losing or maybe drawing or something like that. But that is generally, um, I'm surprised at that because I think Madison is definitely one of the best. And I didn't actually know he had an injury. So I'm I'm new to that really, but... He's definitely one of the one of the best players on the England squad. Underrated, definitely. Um, people don't really take him seriously as well because of his nightclub things. But um, because it's so warm as well, he we could put pressure onto his knee, and that's why he probably won't be playing this match. Um, and second thing to talk about while we're on the World Cup, Gallagher, Conor Gallagher. He was surprised um, to be called up to England for the World Cup because of his early season struggles with Chelsea. And he said, to be honest, I didn't expect it. Obviously, I knew there was a chance, but I was a little bit surprised. He hasn't. He said he hasn't been playing consistent football with Chelsea as a team, and Chelsea has not been too great this season, as we can see, in the seventh place. We've definitely got a lot to improve, and I'm sure we will. That's what he said. So, um, my thoughts on that. Um, first on Mad- Madison set to miss World Cup open. I think I I feel like Sarah, Gareth Southgate will use him as a super sub only if um, they are losing or maybe even drawing, and they need the winner. But, again, I mean, if he's injured, then it should be quite bad. Um, then, I don't think he should be playing it. He did miss the last two training sessions sessions in Qatar. So, that might be quite bad. But he's he has been injured for a couple of weeks. Maybe that's also a bad sign because of how long it's been. But it's also a good sign because of that means it's, it took so long to heal. Um, it could be even better right now. And it... Again, it says they're using ice towels and blowers to keep cool, um, the England uh, players, and it it will drop below thirty degrees next week when the and kick off against Iran at four p.m. local time and one p.m. GMT. If you want to watch, we will be in school at that time, but hopefully you can watch, um, if the TV's let you. I mean, teachers let you on the TV or on the screen. Anyways, um, on to the Conor Gallagher situation. I think. I don't know why he's surprised to get the World Cup. He's definitely one of the most underrated players in the England squad. Like you said, he hasn't been performing. I agree with that. He hasn't not been performing. Chelsea has definitely not been performing. I feel like he would be better. Um, uh, He should be better to say that. I think he's one of my favourite players right now. Definitely a very good player. One of the best um, for Chelsea. He's, He's quite young, but... Like, I think I think I said in one of my couple of episodes a couple of days ago, um, I think he should be replaced for Ward-Prowse, because I think just Ward-Prowse it is better, and he's got more experience. Gallagher's still a insane player. When he was at Crystal Palace, he was very good. Still really good for um, Chelsea, but he, he said it himself, he hasn't been consistent, he hasn't been playing well, and it shows him the results with Chelsea not um, coming seventh and losing most of their games, uh, losing to Man United and other teams. But... I think he can prove himself in the World Cup. And, uh, I mean, kind of have to wait and see, don't we? On to another topic. We have Messi misses Argentina training. Um, that That is so unexpected, especially for Messi. Messi's polite guy, isn't he? he I, don't, I wouldn't expect him to miss, especially training for something he could win the World Cup for. And I think... I'm just, if I be honest, I'm just really surprised. He's normally one of the best players in the Argentina squad. He is the best player in his squad, but um, I'm I'm really surprised that that they didn't, but um, they didn't really give him a punishment for this. I mean, I guess they didn't give a punishment to anyone else for it. But again, he's one of the best players. It doesn't really matter if he misses their training, does it? He's he's always on time normally, especially for PSG and Barcelona or been hearing, but I'm I'm generally just surprised and I think for Messi, it's it's surprising for him because maybe he I'm not sure no one's saying what's happened, but I think he's just woke up late, maybe he was maybe poorly, no idea. Um, but yeah, that's all I really know about this that he misses training and uh, no punishment given yet. On to another thing we have for England and beer fans. Older people obviously can't really drink alcohol under 18. Booze is actually banned in Qatar. People already know that, but there was some speculation um, that they would maybe be allowed um, to have it only in specific areas. But FIFA president Gianni Infantino uh, will face the global pushback against the World Cup booze ban on Saturday. With writes supports Martin Lipton, he said this fa- pretty famous author writer, um, but people have been so been saying so much backlash about this, saying the W word, C word, um, people saying that this is a joke, but I guess I agree. You can't really say someone's um, like someone's culture just because it is their culture doesn't mean you can have it. I guess, uh, but still, I think I feel. A little bit surprised that people are saying they can't just respect someone else's um, culture, but I mean that's just how England is, isn't it? They just have to have their beer while watching um, the match. People, the Qatari authorities are under pressure though, so just because they've said this um, doesn't actually mean it'll happen until until Sunday, which is when people will re- realise. But people said. One supporter said, to be honest, I'm very annoyed. The whole team has been... The whole time of they have been telling us that you can buy booze in the stadium for £10 a pop, which we were all very excited about. Now, a day before the World Cup starts, we have been told that we can't buy booze here. Everyone knows that English people love a drink. I mean, that's facts, I guess. But, again, if you can't respect their Gucci, you can't really uh, watch it with your fun. But, again, I'm saying again a lot, aren't I? I think... Um, I think actually a player, Phillips, Calvin Phillips, uh, he's also been fined for this as well for drinking beer there. Um, in training though, he was out of the stadium, um, but I'm pretty sure drinking booze is a whole, well, like a whole country-wise thing where you can't drink it there unless you're not uh, Muslim. I think it is. I don't know what their uh, religion is. That's a, I think it's like that or something. Um, again, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, over there. I'm not in Qatar, but if they're if they're annoyed about it, I guess all English people are annoyed about it, aren't they? to the last topic we have Jude Bellingham being linked with Liverpool. Um I think I actually talked about this um maybe on my first episode I think it was. Um they're willing to commit a huge sum to secure the landmark signing of Jude Bellingham and it's a sensational general deal as possible where um he could be the youngest player to be over hundred million we never know. Right now he's playing for Dortmund doing really well. Um, he's on international duty with England hopefully uh, he does very well for us. I don't think he was playing us, for us for, in the Euros, so I think it's his first ever international tournament. And um, his value right now, his market value is over the 100 million mark, and it increased further if he maintains his dazzling form this season in the with a stellar World Cup for England. Um, he's uh, In the 2021-2022 campaign, he scored six goals, providing 14 assists from only 44 appearance, appearances, so that's quite well, and I think he's only a centre mid, so all of that in just a centre mid, that's quite good. And in the 18 matches he's played this season, he's got eight goals and two assists, which is really, really good, especially for 19-year-old Bellingham, that's quite good. And under that pressure, being that young, that that's really impressive. Hopefully he can do that for England, you never know. But um, or the Liverpool people say, especially Jurgen Klopp, he said that, if he if they do sign him, he be one of their like most valued player, one of the you know most well treated player, um, and I, hopefully, I I in my opinion, I don't want him to go to Liverpool. I feel like he could easily go Man City or um, something like that. He could easily go to one of the best teams. I'm not saying Liverpool isn't a good team, but they're not in the best form right now. Uh, they're in a good form. They're doing well now, but still, it's it's just Liverpool really. I feel like he could he he could go with Tamori to AC Milan, he could go to you know Man City, he could go to any other team but Liverpool, but uh I don't know what he's gonna do. Um just just just, just to me, he doesn't look like a Liverpool guy. But uh, he's still one of the best players in the in the world right now. He's definitely one of the best youngster in my opinion. Uh maybe up there with someone like Saka or someone in the Premier League. I'm not sure who, but he, in my opinion, he's the best youngster right now in the world. Um, definitely one of the the best. Um, well, people that people say that. And um, right now, his the German club Dortmund, his current deal expiring in the summer of 2025, 20, 20, 20, which is still in three years, maybe two years and a half. So, his account could, if they be, uh, beat the uh release clause, uh, less uh, sorry Liverpool, then I mean they could get him especially if they're paying that much over 100 millions for him uh, I think Dortmund would have to say yes and also uh, like I said a minute ago if he does really good for World Cup maybe even being maybe not top scorer but getting some nice goals in playing well he could um his uh value market value could shoot up really 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 high and he, he for England, he can play for right mid, and he can play for centre mid, so that's quite valuable. I don't think we have a right mid except Saka, so he's a good backup as well. And if if not, he can just play centre mid, and they can switch their performance uh, so and switch their formation. Uh, Also, he's in uh, his two games that he's played. For the last two games, he's scored both games, and he's assisted in his last five games. That's quite that's quite interesting. Um, But, uh, yeah, that concludes this segment. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, Yeah, I'll have another one tomorrow explaining all my choices and my underrated uh, players for the World Cup. Thank you for listening and yeah, bye.